0: another team profile and projection this is talking baseball brought to you by DraftKings. very excited to talk about the milwaukee brewers jake say it in the uh, wayne's world voice
1: milwaukee
0: yeah wow hello there that was jake trevor's here i'm here 20 minutes on the clock little preview of the brewers season wait hold up we recorded this episode before they signed jbj so we're adding on a little addendum to the front? Is that the correct usage of the word? Addendum? No, it's, ed-endum. Ed-endum. Yeah, it's like nice ed Edendum. ed Yes, nice to meet like you. Like Ed DeBedvicks. Ed-Dendum. Okay. Well, JBJ will now be uh, an outfielder for this Brewers team. We obviously didn't talk about this. I think everything else probably stays the same that we discussed. Any changes here? The only thing I want to say, and we kind of just talked about this before we recorded, him being a lefty and the three other outfielders being righties, I think JBJ is going to get a good amount of run because he can spell everyone uh, with a righty pitcher on the mound. There's a lot of righties. Not that his hitting is ever the reason he's in there, but maybe.
2: Yeah. Yelly, well, yelly lefty. Christian yelly is a left hand, left hander.
0: My bad. It's all right. Why is he red? <laughs> Do you see what happened here, Jake? On the screen, these bottom three lefties are all red. So I th- maybe I, he's I, giving him to challenge. I was only to at Isn't is Yelly not? Oh, I see what you're. Yeah, I just saw, oh, the lefties are red, and then there was no more red. But, yeah,
2: Yelich is a lefty. And Yelich is good enough to – He's playing every day. Yelich is in- – Trev, do it, Big Daddy. I think that this is obviously great depth for the team. Um, we're not having a DH in the NL this year, possibly next year, but not this year. So, one, you need a defensive replacement out there. If there's a pinch hit situation, you got a guy to go out there. I think he also spells a lot of these guys – you know, he, I, I see Jackie Bradley Jr. starting three games a week, four games a week, depending on how it's going. Yeah. You know, like if if Avisail's going off, Locaine's going off, then maybe he doesn't play. But if they slip a little bit, Jackie gets hot, they have options, I guess, is the main takeaway. Yeah,
1: and uh, Locaine sat out last year, he's going to be 35 this year So, you know, I wouldn't expect him to be built up for 162 You're going to need depth this season And it's NL baseball, man You know, whether it's subbing in to make a defensive lineup of death. I mean... JBJ and Lorenzo Kane in one outfield, you could you could go two man. Doesn't matter if Yelly or Avicel's finishing the game. And guys are gonna get hurt. The all all of these guys are gonna get some run. And watch out for the Brewers maybe stealing something from the Rays here. They can get very platoony. They have a lot of lefties, they have a lot of righties. So on on any given day they might stack against you and then flip when that bullpen comes back out. So Brewers baseball.
0: Top-heavy lineup, top-heavy rotation. Ritoche, rotation. They they shored up their defense this year, or at least made it uh, better with Wong and now with JBG helping out in center field or wherever. So we'll go back to the rest of the episode, which I forget. Kyle did want me to tell you, Trev, that every time you read the uh, lineup, you're always like, well, this isn't positive. This is, you know, things can move. And with the Brewers, you were like their outfield is short up. <laughs> it's sale, <Abisail>, Kane, yeah. <laughs> he he was like it. the one time Trev said it with confidence. <laughs> they changed it. It's on. all
2: good. You know what? I'm happy for them. I think he's a great player. Uh, here's the thing about Lorenzo Kane. You called him 35. He didn't start playing baseball until he was like 14. So you got to take away what eight years okay. off that. So, so he's, he's basically got... uh, what is that now? He's got 47. more than his prime. Why more... did it? Why didn't he? He's start, in his prime. Why did he start so late, Trev? I have no idea. That's just the story I heard, and I think it's awesome. He's really busy. I don't think he started playing baseball until high school. He's not like from London, like
0: uh, what's the Giants offense or defensive end? OC? I don't uh, think no, he he's just like didn't, OC. He just didn't human play. Era.
1: Okay. I don't think so. You promised me that you don't think that? I, In some ways. The All co- right. Trev, the confidence you showed on that first one just shows how good a depth move this is. There you go. Wow.
0: wow. Here we go. You like depth. The audience ranked them as the 16th or 18th, 18th best team. They're coming off in sub-500 gear, but they did squeak into the playoffs. They've made the playoffs three seasons in a row. Craig Council going on his sixth season as manager. Jake, what else changed this offseason for these guys? Ooh,
1: what else changed? Jim, totally forgot we'd do that, and I don't have the sheet up, so I'm going to have to get there. How about that?
0: Okay, Jake, can you tell us what
1: changed with the Milwaukee Brewers? John, your Milwaukee Brewers, they lost some guys. Corey Evil-Kniebel out of the bullpen. He's on the Dodgers now. Watch for him to shove. Alex Claudio, a guy who's got a lot of major league outs too. He gone. Ryan Braun, former MVP Friend of Trevor Plouffe, he's currently unsigned. Ben Gammel, Jed Jerko, and Eric Sogard, uh, Miss Soderberg, they're all currently unsigned. Who they did add though? How about Colton Wong goes from the rival Cardinals? He'll be at second base. Derek Fisher, John's defensive specialist, might get some outfield to run. Tim Lopes, Daniel Robertson, you could see them around the infield. That's a few of the guys they added to that lineup,
2: Trevor. The lineup's interesting. I kind of like it. I think there are some question marks there still. But, you know, catcher, we got Omar Nevaez at first base moving over. Our guy Keston Hira from Valencia High School, the Vikings. Mm. Purple and gold, kind of love it. Second base, we talked about him. Colton Wong coming over from the Cardinals. I'm going to shore up that middle <sighs> infield defense with Orlando Arcia at shortstop. And then here, third base, shortstop, there's kind of, you know, I, I would say maybe a spring training battle. You know I love those. But we got guys like Travis Shaw competing for that. Luis Urias is penciled in per fan graphs. But we also have Daniel Robertson coming over. So there's going to be a lot of competition for those infield innings. And then in the outfield, we're, we're short up. But we have our guys here led by, obviously, our guy Christian Yelich, the MVP. Uh center field Lorenzo Cain comes back after opting out of 2020 and then in right field Minnie Miggy, Abisel Garcia. Jim. On the is? hill,
0: they have the 1-2 punch of Woodruff and Burns, which I think sounds like uh ace law firm. Behind them Josh Lindblom, Adrian Hauser, the Puke King, Brett Anderson. How about that, Eric Lauer? Oh, their bullpen is really fun with Josh Hader and Devin Williams. we got some other guys, but I'm not even going to mention them. I'm just going to mention Josh Hader and Devin Williams, and that's really fun. Damn.
2: Well, Brent Suter was part of a good – didn't you have a breakdown on him when he rolled over? Yeah, but I'm not mentioning
0: him. He's not mentioning him. Hader and Williams. Just want to make sure everyone knows about those guys. Another law firm. Another law firm. Hader and Williams? Yeah. Not as good as Woodruff and Burns. Never is. Woodruff
2: is incredible.
0: Woodruff and Burns is – I told their marketing team that they should, like, take a picture of them in suits on the mound <laughs> and say, like, you know, one-two punch protection or, you know, something like that. That's just, There's some Go picture ahead. there. There's something there. Yeah. Woodruff and Burns.
2: We'll get you out of trouble. Yeah. Leading the way. Yeah. Go get a Buick endorsement. Okay.
0: Okay. That's a kind of a new strategy. Yeah. But we like that. Wow, Woodruff and Burns, you like this team? I more this this is uh our audience ranked them as the 18th team, which is bottom half. But this is a team that very well can win the division and believes that they can win the division. I think this is the first team we're doing that believes they can win their respected division on the player on the team profile on projections. Which is a fun spin. The audience has them pretty low for a team that believes in themselves. I still do think that I think the Cardinals will be tough, but I think they are going to be competing for a wild card spot, if not the division, and have some fun games down the stretch. These
1: Brewers are sneaky. There's some high level talents. It's Yelly who's gonna be in the running for the MVP every year. Um, you know, Woodruff and Burns we're, we're making a lot of lawyer jokes But those are two guys you need to know as a baseball fan Both those guys uh, can drop dick on you in a big way Jim, I've got something you're, you're not going to like Because there's a little caveat But the Brewers have been to the playoffs the last three years Yeah NLCS, uh, you know, 29-31 last year But they get the wild card spot They lose to the Dodgers um, So, this Brewers have recent success on their side um, I am worried about depth a little bit, uh, cause Trev, I know something that we've kind of been harping on, uh, you know, we like looking at those top 100 prospects, see who's next. They don't have those guys ready to go. So they're going to be leaning into their big guys. If, if Yelich is competing for the MVP, If uh, Burns or Woodruff takes another step And can be in the NL Cy Young race I think these Brewers then yes They have a chance at the NL Central Um, Jim like what you were saying I think we jumped up a tier We just did the Marlins uh, We just did the Reds Who I like this team better than the Reds The Marlins didn't really have a chance in their division That's kind of not not their problem Um, These Brewers believe And yes they're going to need some stuff to go right But that's baseball Mm Mm-hmm
0: Burns is an awesome pitch mix change guy. I really love those stories. If you've listened to a lot of episodes, you know that I will. I have and I will talk about it. He, in 2019, his numbers are pretty bad. He was mostly used out of the bullpen. He was four seam heavy, Trev. In 2019, he threw his four seam fastball 52% of the time, and the results were awful. Opponents had a 425 batting average against his four-seam fastball in 2019. They had an 823 slugging. 823 slugging against his four-seam fastball. That's the highest I've seen on a single fastball pitch. And uh, his ERA was bad. His results were bad. He comes into the 2020 season, the four-seam fastball, he threw it 2.5% of the time. He completely scratched it. He said, all right. I'm going to take my sinker, which was 3.7%. That jumped all the way up to 33. And the cutter, cut fastball, wasn't even 1%. That jumps all the way up to 31. So now he's still throwing 66% fastballs, but no four seam. Every fastball has a cut movement or a sinker movement. And he was nasty last year. It was Mm -hmm. nasty. So I love a tangible change like that. He had 211 ERA in 12 games, nine starts. I mean, Cy Young votes in the shortened season. So I love tangible changes like that where you're like, wow,
2: that's a drastically different pitch mix, and the results are drastically different. I, I think they have some good coaching in Milwaukee, and that's the, uh, one of the reasons, like, you guys keep saying they believe, they believe. that uh, Every year it seems like you kind of can count them out at some point during the season, and they make a run, and now three straight playoff appearances. So the culture is there, uh, but they do need some of these guys to – kind of uh, jump back to where they were. 2020 wasn't kind to a few of their stars. And I think one of the guys that's going to make him go, obviously you have Yelly, he needs to have a bounce-back season, but he was one of the unluckiest hitters in all of baseball last year. So I'm, we're obviously not worried about him. But a guy like Keston you know, after looking at his numbers, he's been up for two years now. First year in the league, you could say he was one of the luckiest hitters in the league with a 402 Babbitt. And he kind of came down, uh, you know, back down to earth last year and his, all of his numbers suffered because of it. Now, 273 is not, you know, extremely high for your Babbitt, but it's a little bit below average. But this is going to be the year it's like, is he – what kind of hitter is he? Is he going to be the guy that everyone thought was going to be in the middle of the lineup for five, six years? Or is he going to be a guy that, you know, you kind of have to find a position for him? So if he if he steps up, and they have a few guys, like you said, the pitchers are kind of underrated. And we'll, we can see this team competing for another playoff spot in, in a weekend NL Central. Like you said, they believe they can even win this division. I, I don't see that out of this team, but they've proved me wrong for you know two, three years in a row now. Hurrah is definitely One of the first guys you gotta circle If we're
1: do- we're doing what we're doing about the Brewers He's moving over to first, let's see how he Adjusts there, uh, this is a guy We had a laugh when we looked back to his college Days, he didn't really have a position This, this He was
0: listed as a DH in college Yeah, which is a no. little
1: worrisome But I mean he played some second base he, he should have the glove skills, he's a little Undersized, let's see what it looks like over there And how quickly he's adapting Because you don't want a situation where You're worried about how his defense is affecting his Hitting so I still believe in her I mean last year was his age 23 season He did lead the team in home runs Last season it was kind of a weird hitting Year in the NL Central so Let's I I believe in him to 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 bounce back the other Thing a storyline that goes kind of Overlooked Lorenzo Cain Uh, This guy opted out for a little bit he Only played five games last year And what Lorenzo Cain are we getting Are we getting the Lorenzo Cain that was uh, Almost seven war Player in 2018 Lorenzo Cain was hurt in 2019. His hitting stats were there. He still racked up a three-war because he can be impactful defensively, but Father Time's starting to enter the chat. He turns 35 April 13th. Happy early birthday, Lorenzo. But, hey, maybe he got a little rejuvenated last year, stayed off the feet a little bit. So if Zocane looks like Zocane, if Hurra bounces back, I mean, then that top of the Brewers lineup looks a lot more impactful than than what it was, uh, because we all believe in Yelly. So um, that's kind of the lineup stuff. And then how that third base situation sorts out, Jim. I mean, we're Travis Shaw
0: pot now, right? We're Travis Shaw pot. Okay. I, I believe in Travis Shaw. Well-
2: I hundred I, percent I do, but I also believe. I don't Daniel want to shout it from the rafters. I'm, conf- I'm conflicted. We're not rafter shouters.
0: No, I'm just I'm rooting for him because it seems like a, he had a really good September last year. Bounce back from 2019's bounce back, and if he can pop like 30 home runs and play third base for the Brewers, that's a whole different team, yeah. basically. Uh, I like that. I think I think Shaw or someone at third base, someone on the left side of the, left side of the infield, having a surprise year. Adrian Hauser stepping back up to be a top-of-the-rotation guy. Like, he was pretty good in 2019. He had a bad 2020. He changed a lot of his pitching philosophy in 2020. He switched up his repertoire a little bit, um, and I think the COVID season hurt him a, a little bit. His his All of his pitches ticked down one or two miles per hour. So I'm looking at Hauser, because if he can go Woodruff, Burns, and Hauser and add a third to the law firm, I think you're having a much better time in the rotation, you know. Uh, we don't a need him to make partner. partner yet. No, we don't need that Trev, but we just need him okay. there in the mix, you know?
2: I see. Like a junior exec or something. Yeah, something, like,
0: something that. like that like, you know, just needs to get back, get his name back on. You don't
1: think Lindblom can can make the title?
2: God, what a, this is a great. Lindblom's
1: name.
0: kind of a bad. I mean,
2: Lindblom's Anderson kind of is like incredible too.
0: He was in there
2: and they He
1: loses him. the firm some credit. Yeah. They're like, oh, they Lindblom.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah,
2: isn't he the guy that took on that witch trial? Do you know what this? Do you know what this team is not scared to do? Okay, they're not scared to add at the deadline. Like if they're in it, like that's kind of like what they do. This, where are we? Where are we at? And then boom, they're not afraid to add. So I, I like the position they're in, mainly because I think the NL Central is so weak. Like if they were in another division, I'd be like, I'm not so yeah. sure about this. But like they're, they're, they know that. So. And they're a smart organization. They really are. They know. Hey, let's see what these guys are doing. Where we're at. Come around end of June, and make some noise.
1: I like that. Yeah, I I think the depth the depth is yeah. is kind of my concern with this team because, um, you know, a, a couple injuries, like to their big guys, changes the whole dynamic of this team. I mean, they've got power players when you talk about Yelich, uh, the law firm guys. I uh,
0: man, the you defense know. will help. I mean, they have a lot of. We're talking about a lot of sinker ball pitchers here with Hauser, um, and Colton Wong and Lorenzo Kane who are joining this team. I mean, are plus
1: plus defenders, up the middle that's right.
0: going to be pretty good. Yeah. But I think I think they they had a lot of errors at second base last year, and I think uh, Hauser pitching the bad luck because he's sinker baller. Burns is sinker baller, and I
1: I think another reason that we're liking this team more, like it feels like we jumped into another tier is they have a playoff formula. It's Woodruff Burns, it's Hader and Williams, and it's those bad, it's Yelich and whoever else helps them in the lineup. Like, if you run into this team for uh, a one-game wild card, or if you run
2: into this team for a five-game DS, they have a formula. Yeah. And I really hope fans are back in the stands because their ballpark and their fans when things are good, it's one of the you know more electric places in the big leagues it's so fun there. tailgate and trev i feel like you they always tailgate, go tailgate they love full that of, they they pregame with the brot so they can soak it all in mm. as they're drinking all day and man they get rowdy there but a fun rowdy like a really polite tastefully rowdy rowdy yeah they're tasteful rowdy to guys. less
0: do, did we, did I miss this while I was doing some extensive research? Did we talk about any prospects? Do they have any budding prospects, Jake? So,
1: I uh, kind of mentioned this with the depth piece. They they have one top 100 prospect, and he's rated 100. <laughs> he's so, And he's not expected to be there till 2023. That's where I'm worried. When, when, in this year, which should be, you know, some serious attrition and trying to go from 60 games to 162, if they have the injury bug, Big time, they're not digging into top prospects And let's see what this guy's got um, They've got a gap right now All Their top four prospects aren't expected to be in the major leagues Until 2022 or 2023 So I wouldn't be surprised as, as we record this um, You know, Jed Jorko uh, was actually pretty solid for them And he's a free agent right now I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they can make something work Early in spring training um, They might want to add a couple veteran MILB-type flex options because they don't have the young guys to dig into. Um, And those guys are out there. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they do a couple more moves like that. And Trev's right. If they're in it at the deadline, they've showed they're not scared to make the flashy move, grinky CeCe, whoever it may be. So stay in it, and they
2: should be with the the NL Central the way it's wired. You think they're a player for Odorizzi? I mean, I haven't heard anything on that front. Like you think that's something that fits this team? I mean, obviously he helps any team, but are they? We should needy say elsewhere.
1: <laughs> we should say while we record this, it's it's Feb twenty six, so that's odors, true. It could be that signed. Is um, that is true. That's true. He y- could be on this. I team. think we'd like them to be a player, but the other teams involved right now have bigger needs. Yeah. Phillies, Angels are the ones reporting.
0: They were showing up money for Turner. Yeah, they were. They didn't interested get him there. so there's money that they already were committed to spending if they wanted to, to go spend that on someone else. I'm looking at this guy Drew Rasmussen. Ooh. Yep. I have no idea how Brewers fans feel about this guy. Let me know because it's kind of interesting, Jake. They called him up last year. He was a college pitcher, relief pitcher. They called him up in his first 10 games. He pitched to a one nine eight e r a He only yeah. allowed runs in eight out of the ten, really good, yeah, his last two appearances he gave up four runs and then three runs, so he ended the season with a five eight seven e r a yeah. Those last two seasons kind of <laughs> don't tell the full story. Maybe he has promise. I have no idea how they're using him when they used him. looks like probably i mean they used him uh They used him in some, a tie game at one point? They used him at head two? They used him at head five? So they were using him last year. It's cool. I don't know anything about him, but I just saw him. He was uh, one of their top prospects that debuted last year. Was doing well until it fell
2: off. Mm. I, I think we really have to mention, I mean, look, the loss of Ryan Braun can't be understated in Milwaukee. It's true.
0: Yeah, but once he goes and wins that Israel Cup then he's their trade acquisition. There's your trade
2: deadline. I I that's 100% true. Like he we'll see if he does the Olympics, but he still is working out and he's ready to do the July signing type thing. So, we'll see if that happens. But just that loss even for the first couple months, I mean, I know people have strong feelings about him, but you go into that clubhouse and everyone will tell you he's he was the leader. And he's Taking Yelly under his wing. They work out together in the offseason. Oh, you know, Trav, have other. you seen
0: Yelly lately? We heard a little rumor that he is a beefed up.
2: He works hard, man. Caked and, yeah, up really, and waked up. They, Put on 20 they pounds. Doing, they were doing uh, garage workouts. You know anybody else that does so, that? You know. But look, that's a hole to fill. It's culture in your clubhouse. They have a good culture. He's he's, you know, created that with the help of others. But Yelly's got it now. I think Yelly's going to take over that role. Him and Kane will be those guys. And, uh, yeah, come July. Yes, Jake?
1: I've got an interesting question. Yeah. What do you guys like more on this team? The hitting or the pitching?
0: Equal.
2: Right? Yeah. Both, <laughs> both very top-heavy. Like, top defense, defense as well. I, I, they play... the. Well, all in all facets, it's of the
1: just game. kind of funny. Like you, they're like a Burns, perfect Woodruff, balance of, of Hater the- Williams in the pen, or you know they've got Both Yelly Ura, Kane, Wong, and then you know people can talk themselves into Aviseil Garcia or Travis Shaw or something like that. I, th- I think it's funny. Don't I think include I th- Wong. I think I he he does what he does on offense. Wait, not plus.
2: He's he, average. He gets on base. He, hey, the Milwaukee. The ballpark there, man, can bump those numbers up quickly. I know we're deadening the ball or whatever this year, but still, there's something about hitting in that park that just makes you feel similar to Houston. If you went in there and you didn't hit a homer, you were disappointed. Mm. So he's got enough pop. I can see him putting some balls in the seats this year, man.
0: Fun fact from Max is that Sogard had a crazy low whiff percentage last year for them. Whiff. whiff.
1: That's a good word, huh? Whiff.
0: The over-under is 82 and a half DraftKings over-under We're running a little bit longer Because we're getting into the good teams That are fun to talk about fun. (laughs) Might have to bump the timer up to 25 minutes 22 Okay, well then we're really close 82 and a half In that division They're also playing the AL Central I like the Cardinals I get sucked into that damn Cubs lineup You know what though? They do
1: a little brawn ad And they add something else sneaky The Brewers won't be out of it So they're in it I'll take the over
2: I'm taking the over. I'm I want to take the be over Ryan's as well. hitting coach, so let's see. DraftKings sweep. We need
0: to start writing these down beforehand because I feel like I, I, I just people are going to be like, "Oh, Jimmy just latched on." Like I'm a follower.
1: Nobody's going to think.
0: People that. are going to think They're going to hold posters Jeez, up. Poster well, I mean. poster people. Oh wait, we're supposed to Trev. Here's something fun. Yeah, we're supposed to keep track of when all three of us are on the same thing. And we're going to tell DraftKings, and we're going to make, like, a talking baseball parlay. Yeah. If people Ooh. want to, like, get odds to all the teams that three of us agreed, you can parlay that. all the overs and unders of talking baseball parlay. I
2: love that. I'll definitely pick the opposite side of that.
0: Bloof's picks. So we need <laughs> – let's get Researcher Max or BBD, if you have it. Find all the ones we've already done where we're all three of us are on the same side and then going forward. And then we'll choose – which. and then maybe we'll reconvene and be like, which three – We actually
2: all (laughs) – I think we put good thought into this, and when we are on the same page, it's not forced. I think this is good.
0: I think that the Brewers, like after looking at it, and the division's weak, and I think they're going to – the biggest thing is Trev saying that that the deadline, they will try to go for it. I don't trust the Cubs to do that. Mm. I don't trust the Reds to do that. I only trust the Cardinals and Brewers to really re, resupply the troops halfway through the season. So that's why I, I think that that pushed me to the over there. I think it's a good line by DraftKings.
1: It is a good line. I, I think, again, that injury risk, if it's one of their big pieces, like that changes the whole Brewers' outlook instantly. Yeah, You does. lose Yelly for a month and a half, and it's like, ah.
0: Woodruff, Burns, and Hauser.
1: We'll get we'll get you out of trouble.
0: We'll get you out of trouble.